What's up, everybody? My name is CJ. And I'm Nate. And this is Word of Mouth Podcast. And the word is in our mouth. Come Come on, somebody. somebody. What's up, everybody? In this episode, we're going to continue our three-part series on Salvation Talk. We're going to be talking about the Holy Ghost. First Samuel chapter 10, verse 6 says, And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shalt be turned into another man. Amen. Lord, we love you, Jesus. We just thank you, Lord. We just pray that you would just come and help us and just anoint us, Lord, and just Jesus, anoint your word you. and just um, move in this little Bible study, move in this podcast, God, touch the Jesus. listeners. As we just draw, we jump into the Word, we dive in, yes, and we talk about who you are, the essence of your being, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. Well, it is Word of Mouth Podcast. podcast. Come, Come on, on somebody. somebody. And uh, again, I'm here, Brother CJ, gathered with Brother Nate. Uh, I almost feel like every time we do a podcast i think only two of our podcasts bro have been in the same place uh in our guest room but we have a young lady that just moved in for college and so she's living in our guest room so today we are in my son's bedroom Come on, somebody. and that dog you probably just heard is my dog uh i will choke her later no i'm just kidding but uh if she barks you know we'll just ignore it but uh man dude this has been a super fun it's been good uh, Bible study on salvation talk and I'm just excited to get this not over with because we'll still probably cover a lot of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, it's, you'll never be done. No, you'll it's. I mean done. the Bible says it's uh, that the word of God is uh, quick and sharper than any two-edged sword so we're always learning, we're always wanting to expound uh, more on our stuff but as far as salvation talk goes, we decided we were going to talk about the three uh, repentance Baptism, and now we are finally on the Holy Ghost. Right. And I'm excited for this. This is a big subject. It seems like to be the subject of talk, really, right. in our church lately. Yeah. Um, with several new people that have come in, and not only that, but just our pastor, man. He's been... He's been on point with preaching. preaching. (laughs) The word. Oh, man. Today was fire. It was a good service. So We um, have the best pastor in the world. We do. And you can uh, comment or you can send us a message and tell us how good your pastor is. But we'll we'll just continue to uh, say how good our pastor is. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so let's, let's get into it. There's a lot, again, to cover. And if we don't cover anything that... You know, maybe you thought you have questions for or, you know, we just missed. Please message us. Tell us. uh, Let us know. Maybe we can cover it later. Um, But let's just get right down into it, bro. What what should we start off with here? So let's just recap. We've talked about repentance already. We've talked about being baptized and in Jesus name. And how do we do that? We get it in submersion. And we talked about uh, we talked about these things. We talked about sincere repentance um, and we're just going to kind of go through where we've been going through when Peter stands up right after, 
being filled with the Holy Ghost. He stands up and he preaches. And then he says, uh, then the people say, they're pricked in the heart. And they ask, men and brethren, what shall we do? Right. And Peter gets up in Acts 2.38 and he says, he says unto them, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the in the name of Jesus Christ for Amen. the remission of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost so it's there it's done it's a done deal okay you will you shall receive it you will receive the Amen. gift of the Holy Ghost right and that's what you shall do I mean. and I think it's important that I guess maybe we'll just kind of what is the Holy Ghost? Amen. Well, let's you know, talk and about we it. read the King James, yeah. you know, and so like some of these, some of this, to the Holy. So we, I don't know if you've noticed, we go and be like, man, this like they're like, what's what's you know, why you why are you the way you are? Why are you glowing? Why are you smiling? Why are you right. so happy? Why are you different? Why do you look like that? Why are you dress like that? Why yada yada all this all this stuff? And we just simple reply, the Holy Ghost. Yeah, and the they're looking Holy at you Ghost. like it's a foreign. A foreign language, like Holy Ghost, and like, sometimes it, I don't know. It's kind of interesting when you start talking to people. They're just like they kind of don't know what the Holy yeah, Ghost like they're is. like the Holy Ghost. What is yeah, what does that mean? Like, it's in your Bible everywhere. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, for Hello, sure. Hello. But... So let's break it down, bro. Okay. Let's break it down. Holy so you Ghost. go. So I, you have the verse. We're gonna break it down. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. So you go ahead. Amen. And so, you read. You read. Uh, he's gonna take you, and he's gonna show you, and I'll I'll read a verse. Amen. Um. First off, let's just say this. Uh, let's break them down. The holy and the word ghost. Uh, we are big believers that our God is holy because the Bible says that he is holy. Right. And I'll read it for you. Leviticus chapter 11 verse 44 says, For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore sanctify yourselves and ye shall be holy. For I am holy. And he's basically just saying, you need to be like me. Uh, later I on, am I am holy. I am holy. In First Peter, you find where he sits there and says, I am holy, or you be holy, for I am holy. Right. And uh, we got to remember that he is a holy God. He is, uh, there is no sin in him. Um, and we need to adhere to what he's saying. Right. So that that's where we get the holy part from the Holy Ghost. Now, right. ghost is another word for spirit. Okay. Um, King James back 1611, they would say if you, if you were like, oh, a spirit, they would say ghost and vice versa. They're they're interchangeable. So you see that God is holy. And now in John four and 24, the Bible says that God is a spirit. Amen. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. But right. that first part of the verse, God is a spirit. So you just read that God is holy, and I just read that God is a spirit. Amen. God is a ghost, if you will. Yeah. The holy ghost. The, Bible the holy says spirit. Nobody has ever seen him. Right. He is the invisible God. Right. The Bible, the Bible says that Jesus was the image of, of the, the invisible, invisible God. God. So... That's where we get Holy Ghost, okay? So that's what it is. It's God. The Holy Ghost is simply put, it's God. It's God. Okay? And you're, you shall receive God. Amen. That's what it says. Yeah. You shall receive God, okay? Mm. Um, so now that we established that, we have a bunch of... Oh, this topic's so big. It really it's is. so vast. And, and it's just, it, it weaves itself throughout the fabric of 
of the gospel and through the fabric of time from the very beginning. In the beginning, it says, what is the very first that the spirit moved, moved. on the water? Yep. Which, oh man, that's going to... This, in the the very first, the spirit moved. Well, get it, brother. All right. The spirit moved on the waters. Amen. Genesis. Pull it up and read it for I us. Will. Amen. Let's see here. Genesis chapter one. Let's just read it from the first verse. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Remember, we uh, discussed this on "Is the Bible True?" And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. On the face of the waters. So now, I'm going to read something in the New Testament. Okay. Matthew 14, 26. It Mm. says, And when the disciples saw him, referring to Jesus, walking on the sea. Oh, come on, somebody. They were troubled and saying, It is a spirit. All right. And they cried out of fear. Mighty God. And that just goes to show you that God's the same today, yesterday, and forever. <laughs> no joke. He moved upon the water in the very beginning. And he was moving upon the water. And he testing. was moving when upon he was the here. water. He said, I'm just going to do the same old thing I've always done. Mighty I'm going to take a little trip on That's the water. Fire. Come on, yep. somebody. I feel the Holy Ghost right Come now. Come on, somebody. <laughs> um, oh, man. That was for free. but uh, Yeah, that wasn't even in our notes. Hello. Praise God. Um Come on, somebody. <laughs> Ooh, thank you. The Word of God uh, is powerful. Amen. Amen. We're talking about the Holy Ghost. We're talking about God. We're talking about Jesus, His Spirit, that Spirit, the same Spirit. Um, and so here's what's really, really cool. So we're talking about the Holy Ghost. We're talking about all this stuff. But why? Why are we talking about this Holy Ghost? And something that it says in Acts. We all know this verse, Acts uh, 1 and 8. I'm going to pull it up for us right here, right now. Acts 1 of 8 says, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost yes. is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me or unto me both in Jerusalem and to all of Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. And so right there, why are we talking about this Holy Ghost? Why is it even a necessity? Why did even Peter bring it up right. in Acts 2.38? Because he knew that for one, it was God, and for two, you shall receive power. Right. And to comfort. be what? To be a witness. And disciples. It gives and you a power to. That's why when, when Peter received the Holy Ghost, the first thing he did was he went and was a witness. He opened up his mouth and he boldly just said, what the spirit bade him to say it recalled yeah. all the scriptures that he that he it just pulled the 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 prophecy of Joel right to his mind quickened the scripture in his body Amen. just because the bible says that he, the spirit will quicken quicken in you and it just made him alive and made the word come to life and he just was what the bible said it was he became a witness he had Amen. the power all of a sudden yep he had that holy ghost power oh i like it um but it's not just yeah, it's not just to be a witness. Right. We've talked, we're talking about the, the salvation talk. We're talking about salvation. Amen. And it goes into the new birth. We've talked about repentance. We've talked about baptism. But it all, we got to go back uh, to John chapter 3, really. And all we'll right. just take a look at it. And I don't know if we've read this so far. Uh, which I know. We, uh, we, we might have touched alluded it. to it. But in John chapter 3, the Bible says, Jesus is speaking. Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. 
Amen. Nicodemus saith, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of the water. Okay. And of the spirit. Right. Capital S. Oh. Of the spirit. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. So wait, what two things, according to Jesus, you do gotta you have, need to get in the kingdom of you God? You need to be born of the water. And you need to be born of the Spirit. All right. You need to be baptized in the name of Jesus, just like Peter said. Amen. And you need the Holy Ghost, just like Peter said. <laughs> wow. Okay, simple yep. as that. <laughs> and then he says this in verse 7. I think I'm going to... Oh, I'll read verse 6. That which is born of flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Amen. You must have the Spirit to be of the Spirit. Right. God is the Spirit. When we go to heaven, we're not going to have a flesh party. We're going to have a spirit, spirit party. party. <laughs> we got to be what yeah. He is, and He is a Spirit. And yep. to go where He's at, it's a spirit realm. It's a spirit. It's a heavenly realm, and we got to right. be what He is. Mm. And He's a Spirit. The and Bible not only said. that, to just worship Him, you must worship Him in, in Spirit. spirit. And in truth. truth. Come Amen. on, somebody. The Bible says in verse 7, marvel not. He's like, marvel not. Don't be, don't, don't trip out. Don't, this is, I'm not trying to blow your brains. Don't really just go <laughs> off your rocker right here. Right. You must be born again. Okay. Mm. There is, no, we're just going to have to hit this nail on the head right yeah, here, we bro. Are. There is no scripture that says praying a prayer is how you be born again. Right. There no. is no scripture. There is not one single scripture that anybody prayed a prayer and was born again. Right. The only time they were born again is when they obeyed the gospel. Right. The Bible says that right after Peter preached in Acts chapter 2, that... 3,000 were added to the church. How is that? Because they were baptized and filled with the Spirit. Right, right. Because they were born again. Right. So. Amen. Amen. Come on, somebody. We're going to move on. We're trying to, we're going to just kind of touch on, <laughs> we're going to touch on some things, but the Holy Ghost just isn't just to be a witness. No. You have to have it to be saved. Yep. You need the Spirit to be saved. You must be born again. You can't pray a prayer. Um, and well, we've been touching on this. Yeah, let's let's hit this other nail on the head. Can you just believe your way into heaven? Right. Or no, this. Oh yeah. So that's what we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I have scripture. Okay. I have scripture because the, okay, this is what this is what is uh, this is what is taught in the majority of Christendom. Okay. Is that when you believe, you receive his spirit. Okay? Right. And this is this. Okay, so I'm about to break this down a little bit. I'm about to be careful. So one teaching is that when you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you receive the spirit. Okay? Mm. And then now you prayed the sinner's prayer, and now his spirit is in you. Now, there is no scripture for that. That is not in the Bible. That's doctrines of men, okay? Yep. Now, there's another teaching that teaches that you, you, when you believe and confess that Jesus is Lord, that you receive His Spirit. But when you receive the bat, when you, when you're, there's a difference between receiving the Spirit and being baptized with the Spirit, okay? okay? They believe that it's subsequential, that it's not the same thing, that receiving the Spirit is necessary, but being baptized is like an extracurricular activity. Oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah. you're in the advanced class now. <laughs> you're Mr. Super Spiritual. Yeah, you're, you're better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not true, because that's not in the Word of God. Right. Um, and that brings up what you were talking about earlier. 
um, the verse where Jesus breathes on them and he says, Receive ye the Holy right. Spirit or the Holy right. Ghost. But it was a foreshadowing of what was to come because just the next, that was the end of John right there. Right. Right after that is the book of Acts when they really received the Holy. It and the Bible says that they were Mary for one by the way Mary the mother of Jesus and the disciples were all in this upper room and they received the Holy Ghost they received the Holy Ghost and that's so I have family members that they are they are Catholic right right and that's one thing we had a Bible study and um, uh, Mary the mother of Jesus is very well I'll, I'll try to just uh, very well uh, regarded in that faith. Right. I remember I was Catholic, so yeah, you I know. remember that. So they worship Mary, and mm-hmm. and I said, you know, don't you want to do what Mary did? Right. You know, because and they're like, well, yeah, you know, Mary. I'm like, you you believe Mary? You know? And I'm like, well, dude, Mary got the Holy Ghost. Yeah, she did. She spoke in Praise tongues. God. Now let's just. Let's just do what she did. Come yeah. On. And then let the spirit lead you in all truth. Come on, somebody. But, <laughs> but no, but in all seriousness, there's, there is that teaching where you receive the spirit when you confess. Okay? Right. But that's not in the Bible. Nope. There's way. another uh, doctrine that says you receive the spirit, but the baptism of the Holy Ghost is something subsequential, non-essential. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm using big words here. Yeah, you are. Um, I just okay. read a book by David Bernard, so I'm like, I'm on my A game right now. You're on your thesaurus. <laughs> I'm on my, my thesaurus. <laughs> thesaurus. <laughs> Anyways. But. But. So, okay. That's not in the Bible. It's not. Okay. I'm going to take you to Acts chapter 8. Okay. Let's We're going to take a little trip. We're going to talk about a man named Philip who's preaching the gospel in a place called Samaria. Okay. I'm going to go to verse number 12. And it says, but when they believed... Mark that word, believe. All right. When they believed Philip preaching the things concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ, they were baptized. Right. Both men and women. So right there, we see that they believed and they were baptized. Okay. They believed the preaching. They believed the gospel. They believed in Jesus Christ. The name of Jesus Christ is Mm -hmm. so powerful. And they were baptized. Okay. So now... I'm going to keep reading because this is, you got to pay attention. Follow me. When Simon himself also, when he was baptized, so he was baptized, he continued with Philip and wondered, beholding the miracle signs which were done. Now when the apostles were at Jerusalem, heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Wait, so they didn't receive the Holy Ghost? When they believed? believed? No. And, or they were baptized in Jesus' name? No. Huh. No, the Bible does. The Bible clearly says that they hadn't received it, but yet they believed, and they were baptized, but yet they hadn't received the Holy Ghost. So now it says in verse sixteen, just clarifies that it says, "For as yet he talking about the Spirit of God, talking about God, as yet he was fallen upon none of them, only were they baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus." Mm. So yeah. that just clarifies it all right there that. God hadn't poured himself out yet. He hadn't filled anybody. Right. Then it says, then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost for the first time. Right. Not a subsequential, not an extracurricular, not a double portion, a triple mantle, triple scoop, chocolate covered (laughs) cone with sprinkles. Right. They received it right then and there for the first time. Yep. And that's the truth. And, And... So right there, it it kills off the fact that all you have to do is believe. For one, let's bring up this fact: the devils believe, right? 
And they tremble. And they tremble. But yet, are they going to be saved? No. No. So then, okay, I'm, I'm baptized. We're all that. And, and it's good to go. We're, we're good to go, right, Brother Nate? I've got the Holy Spirit because I was baptized. No. Because of this one thing right here. Right. They laid their hands on them. Right. And they received the Holy Ghost. And they received the Holy Ghost. Yep. And now, let's, we could go, we could, I could show you more evidence. Because this really needs to be talked about. Because this is a, one of the main, one of the main false doctrines that you're going to run into as an right. apostolic believer. Um it's like what you were saying earlier. It's like everybody says they're Christian until it's time to get biblical. Right. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like, well, have you received the Holy Ghost? And we're going to get into that. Acts chapter 19. Which we've read before, but yeah. we'll read again. Well, we're just going to highlight some things. Yeah. So now we're talking about the Holy Ghost. Yep. Okay. Not just baptism, but let's go. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Hmm. So he's like, since you first believed, have you received the Holy Ghost? Because right. you would know. Yeah. Because why? What happens when you receive the Holy Ghost? Amen. You speak in tongues. You speak you in would tongues. Know. You yeah. would know. Oh, yeah. And then they say this. We have not even heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. So they've already believed, but don't even know what the Holy Ghost is. And we've talked. We started we, the episode off yes, with this. That's right. what I'm saying. It's like right. majority of people don't even know what we're talking about. They don't know <laughs> what the Bible's talking about. Right, they think right. they know, but they don't really know. Right. And so when we go up to them and say, have you received the Holy Ghost? They're like, huh? They, yeah, or they exactly. say, yeah. They're like, yeah, because they were told that when you pray this prayer, which isn't in the Bible. Right. They're just told that. They're misled. They are misled. And and that's why we're here doing this podcast. Yes. Amen. Yep. Anyways, we talked, we covered it in baptism, but let's just get this. We're going to skip to verse six. Verse six. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Amen. Now we know. Now they know. Now they know. They got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> There's something about the, the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. I, I can't explain, explain it, but I got it. Ooh. Mighty God. But hey, they believed and they were baptized. I think there was, uh, when we talked about this too, in baptism, they baptized under repentance, which was good at that time. But they said, There's something more. Yeah. He's like, That baptism for was for this. He's like, it testifies of who was to come. Yeah. It's all about Jesus. And let me just pause right here and tell you, if you're listening to this podcast and you feel you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, but you feel like God is calling you to more, right here is where you would find that they were also being called to more. Yeah. They had things. They were doing good. They were. The Bible they, says that they were disciples. They were disciples. They believed. They were disciples. They believed, but yet they didn't have all truth. They yeah. didn't have the full truth. And that's why as apostolic ministers or preachers or, you know, uh, lay ministers or whatever, or you, you're, you, whatever you do, you got to preach the whole counsel of God. Amen. Right. Without fear and without favor. Amen. Amen. So, okay, well, we've said something about it, but let's really talk about it. So how, Brother Nate, do we know we received the Holy Ghost? Right. Is it just this tingling, burning feeling in your bosom? Or a good feeling? Yeah. Or, or like uh, Goosebumps? Goosebumps, yeah. Or someone else just says, dude, you, you got, got it. Oh, raise your hand, brother. In the, oh, brother in the back. Welcome oh, to the kingdom. He knows this story, but I used to go to a church. I won't tell you where, but uh, sure enough, I remember at the end of service, he would say this printer's, uh, sinner's prayer, and he would say, if anybody accepts the Lord as Jesus Christ as your Savior, raise your hand. And people would raise their hands, and they'd, he'd say, good job, brother. Welcome to the kingdom. 
good job, man. You're saved. You've got the Holy Spirit. Where's that in the Bible? Yeah, nowhere, man. Where's nowhere. that in the... The thing is, we're not being facetious. We're not being contentious. We're being biblical. Where is that in the Bible? Yeah. You don't find it in the Bible, and you ain't, it's not going to come. We, we, we can't just do stuff like that, bro. No, we can't just add in things because to make it easier it, for the, the times. Is, and now what? Now all these people have been told that they're good to go, and they're not. Right. For not one, according yeah. to the book. Nope. Not according to the book. So let's find out. Okay. Let, let's go to the first thing. Let's come here. We're going to go right we're gonna, we're to going our... going back and forward, but that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But this is how... So we talked about the Holy Ghost. You got to be... It, God is holy. He's a, and he's a spirit. Spirit. And no man has ever seen him. And we talked about people believing. But... How, uh, okay, brother. Let's talk about how do we know we received the Holy Ghost. We're going to go to Acts chapter 2. And this is very famous scripture, but I love it. I can read it several times. It says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as, a, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, praise God. There it is. All of them. All of them. All Every single 120 one of them, of them were in that upper room. filled with the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. And what happened when they were filled? There's, there's a comma. There's a break. What happened? When we know the Bible says the Bible's true. We, are, we know that. The Bible clearly says that they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. All now, right. what happens when they're filled with the Holy Ghost? Well, let's read it. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance as the spirit gave them utterance it wasn't them okay so let's just break this down uh, a lot of times people will say well that's a tongue that they went and they learned they were able they got the ability to learn uh, spanish or learn french they can just take it up no 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 the spirit gave them utterance right it wasn't their learning it wasn't a tongue that they knew um, by the way, all these people were, most of them, the 12, they were fishermen. They weren't scholars. Right. They, were they, they were just laymen. Assassins, laymen. tax collectors. Yeah, they didn't have the means to learn other languages. And, yeah. and the thing is, is we're going to stay basic right here. Yeah, we're going to stay basic. Let's stay basic. They, feel, they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spoke in tongues. Mm. And Acts 19, we just read before this, said that, have you received the Holy Ghost? And they're like, we don't know. And then it said he laid their hand on them, verse 6, and they spake with tongues and prophesied. Right. Acts chapter 10. Right. Let's go there. I'll read it for you. Go ahead. It says, and uh, they of the circumcision, this is verse 45, which believed were astonished as many came with Peter because. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> a little bit of a technical difficulty. Anyways. Um, but anyways, we're just going to get right back into it. I was reading Acts chapter 10, uh, verse 45, and I'm just going to continue on. Because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. So the Gentiles, uh, they received the Holy Ghost. It was astonishing uh, Peter because he thought it was just for them. And when he saw God pour out the Holy Ghost... On the Gentiles, he was just astonished. But, Brother Nate, what my question is, is how did he know that right. they had the Holy Ghost? These Gentiles who were not Jewish people, right. how did he know they received the Holy Ghost? Well, let's find out. In verse 44. Uh, verse 40. 
four. Oh yeah, I guess I didn't read that. Huh? Yeah. Should I go back? And... <laughs> no, yeah. It says while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost. Oh my bad. Yeah, you're right. My bad. Verse forty six. My bad. That's my Verse bad. Verse forty is six. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Hmm. So how did they know? Well, I'm guessing they just knew because they believed. It clearly says no. that word for literally is like an answer to is like they heard them speak with their tongue. How did they know? For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Amen. Now this is okay. Oh, we're gonna have to do episode on tongues. Yes, we and will. because I just want to go all kinds of. We're trying to talk about the Holy Ghost. We're talking about we're talking about speaking in tongues right now as it's the evidence, evidence. of you receiving the Holy Ghost. Right, and we're trying to. Stay on the Holy Ghost. Oh, it's really it's, difficult. It is. Man. But we're trying to stay on the Holy Ghost. But every time in the New Testament, when someone received the Holy Ghost, it was followed by what? Speaking in tongues. Yes. Now, we don't pray for people to receive We don't pray for people to receive tongues. We pray for people to receive the Holy Ghost. Right. And what happens? They always speak in they tongues. They always speak in tongues. Yep. And if you don't speak in tongues, then, then, we, then, then, we can't, the, yeah. then you can't say you got and, the Holy and Ghost. And it's always been a definite. It's always been... We've had people come into our church and uh, they don't have any idea of the Holy Ghost. And all of a sudden they come in, we're preaching repentance, we pray for them, and all of a sudden they start speaking in other tongues. It's something they've never heard, never never even thought of doing right. it all of a sudden the spirit of god moves upon yeah, them boom. and they speak in tongues they speak in another language we had a brother we'll just share a couple testimonies just you know i mean the bible shares testimonies of people speaking in tongues uh we had one brother come and he always thought that he had the holy ghost and he said it was because i felt a burning in my bosom and and that was the church standard uh but when he came um he said, what am I going to do? What is it going to hurt? I'm going to walk up to that altar and I'm going to grab what he's saying to grab. And he comes up and he said, all of a sudden, he thought after me and Brother Nate actually started praying with him, he thought that we put an electricity, like electric pad underneath his feet. Oh, yeah. Because he said yeah, that it started shocking him. And then all of a sudden, he started speaking in a different language, not one that he learned, not one that he knew. It was just, it was something supernatural we had another gentleman in fact his brother right who wanted to commit suicide right he didn't even care about god he was right. what he didn't, he didn't believe in god he didn't believe in god right. and all of a sudden he walks into a church after a bible study and he begins to speak yeah. in other tongues now let's do this let's continue on because this is fresh in my head his now to be wife his wife yeah really Never heard about this. No. She loved. She liked. She didn't God. even live in yeah. town. Like she no. didn't not believe in God. Didn't know, know lick about God. Right. No. Okay. Know, always wanted to like know more about God, but like there was never just, pursued because right. just you know. And then all of a sudden, these brethren they go and pick her they up. She comes. Up. She doesn't. No, no Bible study. Or nothing. No really. nothing. She walks into our doors. Worship is happening. Starts bawling. Starts bawling, and you go Dude, over and pray for her, and she begins to speak in other tongues. And now there are they are a wonderful couple yeah. that are living for God. All these people so far that I'm talking about is just. There's been a difference. There's been a change. And what is it always the thing, And been? the thing is, is you can't deny that. The God used something so undeniable. It's like, I just spoke in a language. Like, you can't deny you that. You can't. 
Yeah. Right. He's just like, well, that was, you know. And it's like, well, how do you know? Well, you're going to know when you receive the Holy Ghost. Right. And that's a big thing, too. It's like, well, I don't know if I have the Spirit. No, you will know. You will know. You will know because <laughs> you're going to speak in tongues. Okay. So what what else is the Holy Ghost about? Jesus, you want to talk about how he's, you want to find the verse. I don't know if you have it, Mark, where he says uh, uh, about whether he's a comforter or, or about, oh, yeah, yeah, about yeah. things like that. And I will... um. Just keep talking. While you find that, I'll go. I'm gonna address. I'm gonna address some stuff. So I'm gonna go to Romans, um, chapter eight, and the whole chapter, chapter eight, is about the Spirit of God. And um, I'm just gonna read a few, a little bit here. It says, "There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit." For the law of the spirit, or for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, had made us free from the law of sin and death. I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip forward. It says, verse nine, or verse eight. Let's start verse eight. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Verse nine. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Mm. If so be that the spirit oh. of God dwell in you come on now if any man have not the spirit of christ so first it said spirit of god and now it's saying spirit of christ the same spirit right right he's saying if any man doesn't have the spirit of christ he is none oh lord of his right so you have to have the spirit you have to have the holy ghost you have to have the holy spirit or and, you're none of his and right there brother nate and i'm gonna i'm just about to break out a very uh, scary scripture um, the Bible just said right then and there that if you do not have the spirit of Christ you, he doesn't basically know you he doesn't know who you are right. he, you're none of his uh, there's a scripture in the Bible that says this that many Jesus is speaking by the way he says many will come to me on that day and they will say, Lord, Lord, have I not prophesied in thy name, cast right. out demons in thy name, heal, heal in your yeah. name, and all this stuff. And you would think Jesus is like, you're right, Dude. you believed that you did all these things, come, come on, on in. Somebody. But he doesn't say that. He right. says, I never knew you. Right. Because Depart this, Romans 8.15 says, For we have not received the spirit of bondage, again, mm. to fear, but we have received the, capital S, the spirit of of adoption oh whereby we cry abba, abba father, father mighty god the spirit the holy ghost is what seals the deal on your adoption that makes you a child right. of god right amen the bible says for as many are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god you can't be led of the spirit of god if you don't, you don't have, have it. the spirit right exactly um so the other thing that uh that the holy ghost is is it's a comforter right and i'll prove that to you john Chapter 14, verse 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. Which, here we go. We talked about it in uh, baptism. Go ye therefore and baptize all nations, teaching them uh, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. We said it. Jesus said, God, uh, um, it will be sent in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to remembrance where so or whatsoever I have said unto you. The right. Holy Ghost is a comforter. Right. And it's basically a lot of the times when we're 
teaching or we're preaching or or maybe we're even witnessing it's the holy ghost that brings memory of verses or allows us to move in the spirit or, or helps people yeah it's like or you're feeling inadequate he gives you the strength right what does he say it's like when you're weak i am strong Amen. in your weakness i'm uh he's your comforter Whenever you're alone, he's there. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Well, you don't have a physical person right there. No, you have the spirit of God. Jesus Christ is with you in spirit. Mm -hmm. And whenever the Bible says that, the Bible says that, that's why he says, keep your bodies holy because you're the temple of the spirit of God. Mm -hmm. Right? The spirit dwells in you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really get any clearer than that. Um but also, this, yes, the Spirit of God gives us, uh, the Holy Ghost gives us power to be witness. It's our comforter. Um, also, Isaiah 28, and I'll start reading in verse 11. It says, For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye will cause the weary to rest and oh, this Lord. is the refreshing come on somebody yet they would not hear oh so he's talking about when we get stammering lips to speak with other tongues you're talking about the holy ghost brother. right this is a right. prophecy and he says this is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest and this is the refreshing Right? Yet they would not hear. Oh, that just brings to mind something else. Hold on. I got to I gotta flip. See, this is the Holy Ghost right here. He's, it's bringing to remembrance some certain things. <laughs> Mighty God. Peter said unto them. Okay, Acts chapter 3, verse 19. Peter's preaching. He said, Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence mighty god of the lord mighty god and the presence is none other than the holy the holy ghost, ghost <laughs> being filled with his presence Ooh. and the times of the refreshing shall come peter's preaching again prophecy from joel or right. from, now he's preaching from isaiah, isaiah now he's like this is the rest and these uh, are the refreshing the holy ghost renews you he's like be renewed by the by the spirit um and that brings to mind, uh, and the Bible says clearly, and I think it's First Thessalonians 5.19, it clearly says three words, quench not the spirit. Mm. And a majority of the Christian world, it's like, it's the Holy Ghost is frowned upon. Right. Even talking about it's like a it's like a, it's almost like you're in a, it's a taboo. Yeah. It's a ta- don't, don't don't talk, talk about, about that because then if you're talking about what I think you're talking about you're talking about speaking in tongues and you're talking mm. about shouting and you're talking about victory and you're talking about deliverance and you're talking that, about casting out demons, bro. A lot of times we're sitting here talking about the natural. We're living in the natural, but yet the Holy Ghost is the supernatural. So it's awkward. People find it really extremely awkward to talk about right oh lord have mercy is but the bible says quench not the spirit Mm. don't stop it don't stop it because why it's your comforter it's your rest it's your power it's everything it's me it's it's god saying it's me i want to live in you i want to tabernacle with you inside you i want to be you need to be holy so i could dwell in you you know so that you could be overcomer you know so that you'll make it because why he said that which is flesh is flesh and that which is spirit is spirit you must be born again it completes the cycle it does it completes the cycle now um 
to go with the rest. The Bible says in Second Corinthians, uh, Second or First, Second Corinthians, chapter three, verse seventeen. It says, "Now the Lord is that Spirit. The Lord is that Spirit. He My is God. right. The Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty." Mm. Okay. The Lord is that spirit. It's not something different. It's not part of some triune thing. It's not some separate person. The Lord is that spirit. That spirit is the Lord. That's what he's saying. (laughs) The Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mm. There's nothing more liberating, nothing more invigorating, nothing more chain breaking uh, than receiving the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe it, bro. You believe it because it's happened. It's happened. And we've seen it happen to other people time and time again. People bound by drugs. People people bound by demonic activity. People bound uh, in, in mental and physical illness. When they receive the Holy Ghost. It's like the chains just The freedom off. is there. Mm. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. So this, the Holy Ghost is just not just some, some just... Like I said, some triune par, some, you know, just what are the what some religions say that he's just the active force. It's not even God. It's just like not, yeah. the Jehovah Witness says they they say he's just the active force of of God, and it's not. But the Bible said just said right there that the Lord is that Spirit, right? Um, and that Spirit is what fills you up, mm. right? Love it. Well, I hate to do this because there's so there's a lot more. There's so much more. Uh, we're rounding about to a good time due to our right. technical difficulty. Uh, maybe we'll touch base on this a little more here soon. Um, but real quick, before we end this, couple things. One is, Brother Nate, how... Okay, all this stuff, that's all biblical. That's all 2,000 years ago. Um, that was for them. How do I know this is for me? Right. How do I know it's for now? How do I know that I I get this. I I need to get this. I'll read you scripture real quick. Acts chapter 2, verse 39. It's right after Peter preaches what we've been talking about. Acts 2, verse 38. Repent, baptize, Holy Ghost. He says this. He says, For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. He was basically saying, this is for you guys right now, but it's going to go on for generations to generations to generations until I come back. And and you're going to need the Holy Ghost. And you need to tell your kids, you need to tell your family, you need to make sure that this is something that continues on until I come. All right. Amen. Amen. And then what? I see something you got. Something. Yeah, I... First John chapter 3 says, and he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him and mm. he in him and hereby we know that he abideth in us oh, yeah. by the spirit which he has given us that's how we know right. because he's given us a spirit mm. and that's how we know and that's how we know he's with us now this was the salvation talk you must repent you must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and you must receive the Holy Ghost you must be born again of the water and the spirit first john 5 and 8 says there are three that bear witness in earth right the spirit the water and the blood 
and these three agree oh lord in one you have the spirit you have the water and you have the sacrifice oh, right lord. there oh lord praise god in first john 5 8 you got the gospel right there you have the death that's the blood you have the burial that's, that's the, the water. water and you have the resurrection that's the spirit amen and these three they they're a witness to us right now yep that there's been an outline made in the book of acts from the beginning mm. of the church when god kicked this thing off <laughs> he's like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go up into glory and i won't leave you comfortless i will send you the comforter in my name yeah and when you receive the holy ghost you shall receive power and after you receive the holy ghost it's the first day of your new, of your life. new life it's the best life mm. there's a there's a song by one of our brother one of our our good brothers and uh brothers are he says this is the greatest life mm. well i can't remember i don't even remember the name of the song but there's just a lyric in there where he's like this is the greatest life and sometimes when I listen to that song, like tears will come to my eyes because it really is the greatest life. Right. Like, even on a bad day with the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Like you could like stub your toe a hundred times and have like on a bad day with the Holy Ghost, like <laughs> it's better than even a good day without it. Oh Lord. You know what I'm saying? For real. Knowing, going back, knowing like even when you fall short, you go back and you just look at the water. You just think in your mind the water that washed away. Mm. You, that when I was baptized in the name of Jesus. And you live in a continual repentance and a repented life it really is you're gonna make it yeah you know it's just the greatest thing now we got a lot more stuff coming up i hope Amen. you enjoyed this salvation talk um we'll definitely probably dabble in more of all this um we try to keep it concise and simple yet interesting and yeah, intriguing for sure yeah and uh again if you're ever interested, for one, I want I want to do what Brother Nate's been doing lately. If you have not yet done it, go and find yourself an apostolic Pentecostal church. Right. Find yourself an apostolic Pentecostal pastor. Yeah. And you let them know, I need whatever it takes to be saved because it's that important. Uh, we hope and we pray that this has helped you. And uh, if you have any questions, if you have any uh, concerns if you just want to reach out to us and maybe well, i don't care you can call us and and we'll pray for you we'll give you our personal numbers and we'll right. pray uh but please look out for word of mouth podcast on instagram and you can find nathaniel denise mueller on facebook and colton and sarah garcia also on facebook let's pray to end this god we thank you lord for everything that you have done. Yes. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to gather together on this podcast. And we thank you, God, that we can open up our Bibles and allow the word to be in our mouth, God, that uh, what shall we do? And then what we do is we need to repent. We need to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of our sins. And we shall receive that precious and wonderful and amazing Amen. and powerful and just amazing spirit, uh, the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I just pray, Lord, that whoever's listening to this, God, that we may have reached out to them in some way. And that, God, that, that you fill them with the Holy Ghost. And when they begin to speak in other tongues, they'll say, man, they were right Amen. and i pray god that you change their life and you continue to use them and empower them for the better in jesus name i pray a
Man. Amen. Come on. Come on. Somebody. somebody.